Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the annual plan and also to download a training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance, fines, and more. So you are a U.S. company, and to make ACH payments to your vendors, you send a pay file to your bank, and your bank sends the payments to your vendor's bank. The pay file didn't fail, and everything is great until you get that notification of change or NOC from your bank. Well, if you don't know what that is, or if you're not sure if they are being worked, keep listening. Welcome to episode 194. Five do's and don'ts of NOCs from your bank when your vendor's bank has a new routing number. Now, I am very specific on this topic, and I'll tell you why. Uh, When you or your U.S. entity, your U.S. company uh, makes ACH payments, it goes through the ACH network, and there are operating rules and guidelines for these ACH transactions. Now, many of you have heard of NACHA. And NACHA governs the ACH network and they develop and administer uh, those operating rules and guidelines. And it's quite expansive and they do uh, update every year. Now, if you are responsible or oversee these ACH payments at your company, you'll want to know what those operating rules and guidelines are. And so I will put a link to the NACHA store where you can uh, purchase print, online, or app versions of the 2022 rules. And I say they are important to know because they are Because if you are reported or your company is reported and found in violation of those or any of the operating uh, rules and guidelines, your company can be fined. Now, notifications of change or NOCs, and I'll just call them NOCs from here on out, are part of that framework. So what is a notification of change? Uh, Here is one scenario to explain it. So that pay file is generated with all of your vendors' ACH payments, and that pay file is sent to your bank, and your bank then sends it to your vendor's bank, who processes it and deposits the payments into your vendor's account. Hopefully that goes smoothly, but sometimes it does not. So to deposit uh, the payment into your vendor's account, 
sometimes there needs to be a change. Uh, only certain changes, though, depending on the error, the payment may result in a fate, uh, failed payment. But in this scenario, the bank makes the change, deposits the payment into your vendor's account, which will then trigger a notification to you from your bank that a change was made. Now, when I was a practitioner, we had multiple ACH pay files generated every day. And so every day we received these NOCs. And at first, you know, back way back in the day, right, they were sent via fax. We would get them first thing in the morning. Someone would grab them off the fax and they would work them. But later on, uh, we had them sent via email. Uh, careful to have it come into an email address where the there was restricted access because it contained vendor banking and we didn't want everyone to see it, which is why we got it off the facts to begin with. So we had these coming in uh, every day. Now, these NOCs uh, had codes and these codes represented different error, uh, errors. Today, the specific one related to a uh, that new or your vendor has a new routing number is code CO2. And CO2 is incorrect transit slash routing number. And the most prevalent reason for this is because the uh, vendor's bank was merged with another bank or it was acquired by another bank. Either way, it changes the routing number. And this is the scenario I am talking about today. And I have five do's and don'ts when that happens. So number one is don't ignore. Ignoring these notifications can lead to fines from NACHA. Yes, the changes are still being made, but at any time those changes can stop being made and your company could be reported to NACHA. And I will tell you as a practitioner, receiving a secured email from NACHA will wake you up in the morning more than coffee does, just saying. So you want to make sure you assign a team member or if that is your responsibility, make sure you're working it every day uh, and make sure that those are actually being processed. I had the, uh, the issue that I had is that we had lots going on. And so team members didn't really understand the impact of not uh, working these NOCs that came on a daily basis. And so because other things were pressing, other things were more visible, uh, these were just not being worked. And so I made sure after that to not only assign someone to do it, and it was probably with the amount of payments that we had going out, it was a lot. So I had like a half a FTE for that. And then I also had a backup. And then I also implemented where they would have to log those uh, NOCs that came in on a daily basis because, as you already know, once something is tracked or monitored or measured, it always improves. And this kind of already led into number two, do process them daily or as often as they are received. This way, whenever the next payment is, the correct routing number will be included on that next pay file. And you know, you have those vendors who are paid often enough to make updating their routing number a true priority. Because again, you only have so many times for 
the banks to make that change before they'll stop doing it and then report you to NACHA. Now, number three is do verify the change first. So you do want to make sure that that routing number is valid for that vendor's bank branch address. And you can do that on the Federal Reserve site, frbservices.org. And I will have that in the show notes. But you do want to make sure that it is valid before you start changing because again, you haven't received it from your vendor. And this is just like when you add vendor banking for a new vendor ad or change vendor banking for an existing vendor change. You want to verify that the routing number or bank branch information is valid. All right, number four is a don't, and it is don't wait for your vendor to make a change on the record. Technically, the vendor should notify you when their bank's routing number has changed because the uh, their bank has notified them and probably multiple times telling them about the merger, about the acquisition and what effect it's going to have on their uh, account information. But we all know that vendors, unless there is some big change that maybe affects their accounting number, they don't always think that they need to send that over. Maybe they think that we get that information as well. And in effect, we kind of do in an indirect way because we'll get that NOC. So my recommendation here is again, don't wait for the vendor. Go ahead. And once you have verified that it is uh, definitely a change in the routing number for the vendor's branch, then go ahead and make that change. And now your company no longer has the potential for a NACHA fine due to ACH payments for that vendor. So if you reach out to the vendor and ask for updated banking details because the routing number has changed, it may take longer for them to come back to you with that updated information. And maybe you have payments in between and you will have the potential for NACHA fines. Just go ahead and make that change uh, because again, that is public information and is bank branch information that you have uh, verified. Now it may seem odd for anything to trigger a change to vendors banking, except for the vendors themselves. Uh, but again, you need to, in order, you need to make the change in order to avoid those potential fines for continuing to send inaccurate bank details on your pay file while you wait for your vendor to get around to sending you that information. Now, I do recommend that you make sure you send your vendor a notification of change to let them know that you made a change to their vendor record. And this is something that if you're a regular listener or have uh, read my blogs or really anything that I do, I always say that the same way that Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, whenever you make a change to your profile, your registration, they always send you a notification to say that a change was made. And if you didn't initiate it, contact us here, or change your password. But you can always let the vendor know that the change was made and then where to contact the accounts payable team or the vendor team. All right, so that was number four and we're coming up to the last one, number five. Now you just may not think to do this, but also do the same thing with other vendors that have the same bank. 
Maybe you haven't had a payment for other vendors that share that same bank. Now, I know many of you have accounting systems or ERPs, and they have a whole separate uh, separate bank branch table. And all you have to do is update it, and it will update for all the vendors with the same routing number or bank branch information. But many that I have seen still has the routing number on the vendor record as well. And that is uh, a separate table. And it's also where the pay file pulls a routing number from. So updating that bank branch table, if you have it, really won't do, uh, do any good for the vendor record and the pay file you also have to update the vendor record as well. And if you don't know, that's something that is kind of ERP specific. And I just remember having to go to our IT team, to our systems team, to understand where the fields uh, were pulling, uh, where the fields on the pay file were pulling, like which tables they were pulling from so we can make sure that we had the right tables and then fields on that table updated. So I hope you got something out of the five do's and don'ts related to notification of changes or NOCs when your vendor's bank has a new routing number. And this episode actually was triggered by a question that I received from a vendor team member that didn't want to make a change to the vendor's banking, right? Because the vendor's banking can be, right, that whole fraud and potential fraud risk. So we all have the mindset that we don't touch it unless the vendor says so. But in this case, you do need to make sure that if you do reach out to the vendor first, that you are also taking into consideration the fact that if you keep sending that pay file with wrong information, then your company can be liable for a notch fine if reported. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 194th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.